0: Creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. On this episode of Culture Click, we'll be taking a deep dive into the historic Bunnell House, located just off of Highway 61. For the first of a two-part series, we sat down with Winona Historical Society Museum Educator Jennifer Weaver to learn more about the original owners of the Bunnell House and their lives in Winona.
1: Hi, I'm Jennifer Weaver. I'm the museum educator here at the Winona County Historical Society.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today, Jennifer. So first things first, who built the Bunnell House?
1: Well, the Bunnell House was built by the Bunnell family, um, specifically Will Willard Bunnell. Uh, he came from originally Homer, New York, um, hence the name Homer, Minnesota now, named after his hometown. And he was a fur trapper, trader, married into that profession through Matilda, his wife who came with him and they had several children kind of along the way and at the house, um, itself and his brother Lafayette was also quite the character. He was, um, part of the military and a lot of exploring expeditions in, um, what would be California and other areas of the West too. And so they have an interesting story, but a short one. They only were there for about 10 years until, um, Willard, um, died of tuberculosis and then Matilda followed several years later of the same disease. So I'm not sure why they came to this area. Mm. Um, but you know, there's clues to maybe health issues because of TB. Uh, he also and Matilda had really, um, in depth relations with the native people and, kind of were hired, so to speak, to help with the removal of the Native Americans. So kind of a darker side to that era. And I think he also just um, wanted to try and get rich. He got a little mad when Winona was booming and Homer wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some interesting stories to hear about that aspect as well. So it's definitely lots of, lots of reasons. And Just like life today, we have many reasons we do things, but um, his house still stands uh, Mm -hmm. and so shares that story still today.
0: Sounds like we all have something in common with Willard wanting to get rich, but um, it sounds like we're not 100% sure what brought them to Winona.
1: You know, just coming to a more natural environment or along a river and, you know, the air by water Mm -hmm. always seems a little crisper and cleaner, even today. Um, yeah, one of the other reasons we did find a court case file that he may have been in a little trouble with the law. He was summoned, um, to appear in court over some stolen silver coins. So. And was that back home in New York? Uh, that, that was, you know what? I don't remember off the time of my head exactly where it was. It might have been in New York. Otherwise, I know he spent some time in Michigan and Wisconsin. So okay. it could have been along the way here as well yeah, but, I did see
0: yeah. um, a couple of the sources I looked at said that he was on the run from the law yes. so yeah that was, must be what they were
1: referring yeah. to yeah so kind of some mystery with that history mm-hmm. why he came here um, which makes it kind of a fu- interesting interesting story and we can all use our imagination and it could also be all of the above too
0: oh my gosh I've lived here for 21 years and had no idea there was such deep history behind the place So it sounds like they had a big family too. How many bedrooms were in the Bunnell House?
1: Well, that's kind of a trick question too. So they had three main bedrooms upstairs. However, during this time, there weren't really hotels or a lot of places to stay yet. Uh, The Bunnell House kind of stood alone um, at this time. And so that was also kind of a boarding house or hotel. So there's an area right at the top of the steps outside all those bedrooms for the family uh, that a lot of boarders would stay at, um, being right along the Mississippi River. Um, Bunnell set up um, what we call Bunnell, Bunnell's Landing um, as part of home, Homer, or before Homer, and um, he would supply wood and other supplies to steamboats passing by, because really the Mississippi River was the highway system at mm-hmm. that time, and um, some people needed to stay overnight traveling through, and so they'd offer offer that accommodation
0: another
1: way to make income too for them yeah yeah absolutely and just survival i mean people helped each other out Mm -hmm. and you really needed to depend on each other Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah income for sure
0: yeah sounds like the Bunnels were the original airbnb hosts but now that we know a little bit about the house's past who takes care of it today
1: Um, the historical society acquired the house in 1954 and it was lived in shortly before then um, and so needed a lot of, um, I guess you could say, restoration or kind of taking back to the Bunnell era. Um, so a lot of work was done for a couple years, um, and then it opened to the public for tours, as you basically see it now.
0: What was the town of Winona like at the time the home was built? So just like lifestyle around Winona in
1: the 1850s. Sure. Well, it was definitely wilderness and... and um, the panel House was probably built, we're guessing, probably sometime bet- in the year between ni- 1849 and 1850-ish. Um, and so by then, um, there's maybe just a few passers-by, traders, um, and trappers coming through, a lot of, um, French, um, descendants coming down from the north areas. Um, but it really didn't exist quite yet. Lots of claim shanties going up. And so Bunnell got into a few scraps over that. Um, the idea was at that time, you know, land for the taking and you claimed more land. You got the opportunity to sell more land to others coming in and get really rich. So you probably have seen the Huff mansion on also Huff street. Mm -hmm. He was the smart one. He's got the biggest house and <laughs> did pretty well. He also got involved with the railroad, which was smart. Um, but Bunnell didn't quite get there. Um, he, he died basically in debt. He built he built this house, but he ended up having to mortgage it later when they actually had a thing called a mortgage years later. Um, so just just missed that opportunity for who knows what reasons. Just picked the wrong spot so uh, Winona was basically a sandbar at that time and he saw it flood on his travels up and down the river and kind of thought well that wouldn't be a good idea but somebody else thought it would be a good idea and it worked out which bundle made more sense but it, it worked out um, now we have a levee and dike system to save us from all this flooding but <laughs> it was a problem for many many decades yeah. um, almost for 100 years since Winona was settled um, so Um, yeah, it was flooding river, prairie grassland, bluffs, still, um, Wapasha the third was around and the Dakota were here. And it was just at that time where they were getting pushed out and your American settlers were rushing in like Bunnell and Huff to make their fortunes and then others to follow who were looking for better lives to get their little plot plot of land to find some work Mm -hmm. towns were springing up. Creating jobs, bringing people in, farming. It was quite, it had to be quite the time to be here.
0: I can't even begin to imagine. Were there any other major contributions that the brothers had to the town of Winona?
1: Well, um, Willard did have a post office in the home. So there's a little office space um, off the dining room. Um, and so that was kind of a, a post office trade, and it just is kind of that, that little initial supply chain to get things grow- going. You know, you need stuff to, you know, we need the supplies to live, you need the supplies to build, and that setting up kind of that initial trade and in communication was vital. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was a big part of that. And um, just his um, relationships and ability to also communicate with the native population. Matilda, could speak Dakota and Ojibwe and well as French and English, um, so there was, you know, the whole melting pot was just starting, so lots of languages, lots of cultural differences, so it was pretty turbulent and knowing the language and, you know, knowing some customs and being around it definitely helped were helpful to newcomers um, and just helping people get established in the area Um, whereas Lafayette was gone for quite a while he came to help his brother and Matilda for for a little bit but he was off on lots of adventures um you know he's you know accredited for you know quote unquote discovering Yosemite Valley and naming a lot of the features there he wrote a book on the history of Winona and um, kind of the natural history as well as the early settlement from stories of his brother and that sort of thing, and and in the early 1900s when he was in the home mostly, um, he would actually host lectures in the parlor there, and talk of his adventures and the history. So kind of an early historian as well for that changing time frame mm-hmm. um, for the area.
0: Well, it definitely sounds like they kept themselves busy, and the home itself has been added to the National Register of Historic Places list. So which elements of the house led to this?
1: So the register has lots of criteria, but historical significance is a big one. And so everything that we've been discussing and talking about really contribute um, to the interest of having that listed. Uh, it's also unique with its architecture. It's called steamboat Gothic, which is kind of rare, and definitely something that kind of like a river town look. And its siding is original, uh, which is really amazing because of you know the old growth wood is really dense and resistant to rot, and it it just has really lasted quite a while. Um, Of course, everything else needs constant upkeep, and it's always due for something. Um, But um, yeah, it's kind of amazing how long this structure has survived. Um, But the stories it holds as well as its unique architecture are really the two big components of getting it listed on the National Register.
0: And it must take a lot to keep a house like this still standing. So what kind of upkeep does the
1: house receive today? Through grants um, and donations and our own kind of allotted funds. um, It's constant. We've done multiple roof projects, um, painting projects, even just the summer, our maintenance person was so great to go out there with his own pressure washer and his own edger and rediscovered more of the sidewalk that's out there, (laughs) constant, um, battle with, you know, vegetation and, and those things, um, pine squirrels, (laughs) you know, they like to party. Um, so, but, um, yeah, it's filling a hole here and there, Mm -hmm. um, repainting a step that got wore out traffic going through and you know we always go to historic paint colors that would have been during the day and just the fact that the some of the house was painted inside really spoke to kind of the um, achievements or even aspirations of the bundles um, it was considered really kind of high-end and fancy to have paint in your house back then so it was hard to come by yep as well as wallpaper mm-hmm. Usually, it was a mixture of of like berries and sour milk and things that would kind of do like what we call a whitewash on stuff or you'd put roots and berries in it to make a little color and it wouldn't really last but to have true paint was, you were, you were high end and fancy. So
0: I'm going to take a wild guess and say that probably didn't smell the best either. Um, but lastly, what resources do you guys offer here at the Historical Society on the Bunnell House?
1: Right, well we have uh, wonderful files down in our archives. And so, if anybody wants to dig a little deeper, um, they can come into the archives. We archives is open by appointment, so just email or call. All the information is at winonahistory.org, and um, you can dig as deep as you want. There's images. There are there's Lafayette's book to look through. Um, we're non lending, but we do make copies for small fees, and people can dig a little deeper. Um, there's copies of that. That court file and all sorts of fun stuff downstairs in the, in the archives and the stacks so.
0: A huge thank you to Jennifer Weaver for joining us on this episode of the Culture Click Make sure to tune in next week for part 2 of this series where we will be taking a trip to the historic Bunnell House Creating cultural awareness and understanding You've been listening to Culture Click Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund Culture Click is produced by FM. On the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click.